That's a little repetitious, that old trill in there. Just get to it. You're not going to get to this. Well, something a little bit different for the What Do You Know podcast, some wonderful uh, organ music. And I think it's something, for those of us who are not that familiar with organ music, uh, can now identify it uh, when we hear it. And uh, how about something for the Queen, the Queen's uh, Platinum Jubilee? You thought you'd gotten rid of us, didn't you? But you were wrong, old Bean, because we're back with a vengeance. God save the Queen, my son. Potential 
Yes. Johnny Rotten and company. The Sex Pistols' current record, God Save the Queen, is at number one in the Capitol headline today. But the IBA, which administers the Broadcasting Act, has advised us that particularly at this time, this record is likely to cause offense to a number of our listeners and have asked us not to play it in our normal programming. However, we will be playing this record with the authorities' approval at 7.30 p.m. tonight on Brian Wolf's Open Line and will welcome your views about the punk rock phenomena which this is part of. Part of. Unfortunately, there was no future for the Sex Pistols. This was the, the Jubilee was in 77. They put this out in honor of the Queen. Yeah. And, uh, and they wouldn't allow it to be played on the BBC. Oh. But it, was so, it sold millions. And they broke up in, in 78. No future oh. for them. Yeah. Well. They put out one album. Broke up. So sad. God Save the Queen. <laughs> Anti-authoritarian <laughs> anthem. Well. Not to be confused with the actual British national anthem of the same name. No. Re-released it for the Platinum Jubilee. Oh, they recut yeah. it and yeah, released it. So. Well, it's. Yeah. Johnny Rotten said uh, he was really, really proud of the Queen for surviving and doing so well. <laughs> there is some offshoots of the whole thing, besides God Save the Queen being reissued. Yes. Uh, Queen Henge. Did you see that thing? The Stonehenge, and they projected images of the Queen on it. And this is for our audience here. Oh, that's what it looked like. Yeah. That wow. was super cool. A multimedia experience. It's kind of weird to see her on Stonehenge. <laughs> She's not that old. <laughs> You know, it's a little bit insulting, but it's pretty, pretty darn cool. And then a lot of, lot of stuff was made for it. You know, there was oh, a Barbie doll, Queen Barbie doll, napkins also. And but look at these little corgi, coffee cups, corgi cakes. I thought they were cute. Oh. Corgi cakes. Yeah, aren't they cute? Except one actually is the queen, <laughs> and that is worse than the sex vessels, I think. It made the queen into a corgi, <clears throat> into a cake. Know. Queen Henge. All right. Probably the last, it's the last Jubilee for her. I know that. <laughs> I don't think there'll be another 75 years. Uh, is it 75 years? For 70 Ju- years. 70 years. 70 years for Platinum, yeah. yeah if you go 100, what do you get for 100? What use. Um, what? What's, what's, what's uh, more uh, prestigious than Platinum? What's the level of... Because you have diamond, you have gold and diamond uh, and... Bitcoin. Bitcoin Jubilee. Bitcoin Jubilee. Thank you. <laughs> Pregnant and lactating female mice responded to stranger male mice with aggression and urine marking. The discovery was made unintentionally while scientists were studying the reaction of male mice. Okay, as I said that. Uh, uh, we'll just say how it happened accidentally. You brought in bananas to lactating females and males. Yeah, how did the... Uh, wow. That's where bananas come in. Ah, the authors found that the compound N-pentyl acetate found in female mice's urine during later pregnancy and lactating is similar to a compound found in bananas. Well, there's the connection. Used to produce banana extract. This is the chemical that hmm. caused extreme hormone changes in the male mice. So Goodness. when the team bought banana oil, sensing that they had something here, <laughs> extract from the supermarket placed it inside the cages of male mice, their stress levels increased significantly. And whose wouldn't? Uh, similar to the stress response when about to engage in a fight. All right, well, that wasn't any good either. Well, it's different than the um, uh, cats being, um, what was that, cucumbers? 
Cats and cucumbers? Yeah, or pickles or something. Remember there was a whole... No. Yeah, a few years ago there was this... Let's start over again. You, I think YouTube, the organ music was a bad place Yeah, the YouTube... Uh, what? There are all these things of cats being uh, terrified by cucumbers. Yeah, I don't have that available. Oh. Well, I thought that's where the mice and the bananas were coming. Yeah. It was a similar thing. Okay. How about all the news that isn't? That's bound to perk things up for June the 4th, 2022. So what's it going to be, hon? Unsellable houses or help? I'm in a secret relationship. It's watching TV these days. Ah. Uh, coffee drinking linked to lower mortality rate. Be interesting to see who quits. Hmm. The Eagles refuse to release their biggest hit for the Musk remake, I've Got a Super Bad Feeling. Hmm. Responding to Musk's super bad feeling about the economy, President Biden quips, good luck on your trip to the moon. Yeah. I think it was a quip. At least it wasn't one of these days, Elon. Pow! Right to the moon. <laughs> well, if the Gossamer wings hold up, it should be fine. The president uh, announced he will jumpstart the economy by selling his RCA Victor stock. And Mm. those 10 shares should be worth plenty by now. There's no place for Sheryl Sandberg in the metaverse, but if there is, you know Zuckerberg is controlling her avatar. Mm. Queen Elizabeth pulls out of the Jubilee Thanksgiving service. Her Highness wasn't sitting next to that damn little Louie brat again. You know, the one who was screaming with the flyover? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, she can't stand him. Well, and what's with the name? Who does he think he is? Louis the Seventeenth? Yeah. You know? Wrong throne, kiddo. <laughs> no Oxford preschool for you, buddy. It'll be Louis the Missing Delphine. Feel like I was defamed after the Herd Depp trial. <laughs> the trial jury struggled over who they hated more, decided they yeah. hated them both, her a little more for James Franco in the elevator thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, there were some new faces on the Queen's Platinum Celebration balcony, including Louis. While some old ones took on new duties, Prince Andrew swept up after the horses, while Harry and Meghan hawked programs on the mall, and Lady and later babysat for the kids, still in line. Sanctioned Russian oligarchs' mega yacht hides in Schitt's Creek. Ford brings back the electric car, and with it, the 1914 $5 a day. Well, which is a lot better than the 243 they were making. Florida man dies searching for Frisbees in gator-infested lake. Yeah. These Florida man headlines always stand alone, so there's nothing you have to do with them. (laughs) Right. The one night I want to see a good Hitler show, there's nothing on National Geographic. (laughs) President Biden says he won't send rockets to Ukraine that could reach Russia. Thin line there with Russia being zero kilometers away. Okay, if Russia won't use rockets that could reach Ukraine, we got a deal. Mona Lisa attacked with cake by disguised eco-activist. More questions than answers in that one. Why was was the eco-activist disguised? And as what? And how does cake factor in? So many questions. You know, you you can argue with these people, but it's like telling an atheist to use the brain the good Lord gave them. And that's all the news. That isn't. Tesla still making news after all these years. Are they still making them? The car? Yeah. Or the man? They don't make them like Nikola they used to. No. Tesla anymore. Probably not. Yeah. You know what? I, and I was reading through some of the stuff that you wrote. It's fascinating stuff fascinating, about Tesla. Huh? Both the pros and you know, the good and bad. And, and he was, 
Yeah. He had a lot of theories that were patently false, it seems to me. Oh. Yeah, about the Earth being, uh, the atmosphere being conductive. You can pass electricity through the atmosphere and through the Earth, uh, those things, you know. Well, that sounds pretty fantastic. Sounds pretty fantastic. But uh, he was quite a guy, on the other hand, and he invented, he had tons of patents, thousands of patents, and some things didn't even patent. Uh, I guess he had a lot of ideas. He did. But you know what was funny is that... um, Yes. Well, I was reading all this stuff, and I was reading about his pigeon, his pigeon friend. You know. Oh, his pigeon. The only friend. love of his life was a pigeon. <clears throat> his life was a pigeon. Yeah. Okay, I didn't get that. Um, yeah, but there's a, this pigeon that he adopted and, sp- and spent all his time on. Oh, it. He yeah. said it was the love of his life. Yeah. The love he'd never found in a woman. <laughs> he found in a pigeon. And as I was reading this stuff, yeah, a pigeon appeared on top of my garage. And well. looking very much like the one you described, uh, gray with white, uh, with whitish tips on the wings. And I thought, and it's come back every day since then. Well, I didn't see it, it today. Has. Yeah. Oh. I think Lynn scared it away today. <laughs> he looked at it cross-eyed. Yeah, and I thought, whoa, could it be? The pigeon of freedom. Yeah. Now, if Tesla comes back. Well, tell us about Tesla. I, this is an interesting, why did, why did you happen to pick him as your, your topic? Uh, it, it was out of thin air. Out of thin air. Yes. Whoops. Yeah. Well, there must have been some reason for it. We, we, do you no, have an interest in him as a man, or there was no, there wasn't any reason. As an inventor. Just, uh, you know, you're thinking about cars, and then you're thinking about uh, Tesla. Well, that and doesn't sound. That sounds pretty superficial. No, none of those things make any sense. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you know much about him before he did the research? No, no, nothing at all. Yeah, practically. Yeah, and so I didn't even remember his first name. Yeah, you know they always oh. called him Tesla for one thing. They did. So you could forget that he was was oh, Nic- the, Nicola, right? Uh, I don't know. He d- apparently didn't have any friends. He just had pigeons. No, he had quite a few friends. Oh, because he was out and about. I know that. But well, oh. tell us more. I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Do you? No. Okay. So let's. Uh, go to the tape. <laughs> Genius is an uneven gift. Ah. Take Nikola Tesla, for example, who invented or made better alternating current, hmm. the induction motor, radio remote control, hmm. the capacitor, ah. wireless power, x-rays. He didn't invent them. He just made them better. That crazy megawatt Frankenstein's lab lightning bolts generator thing. Oh. The bladeless turbine, still a head-scratcher, but which nonetheless makes possible your Kia speedometer. Oh. Incandescent lighting, yes, the common light bulb. Tesla made it and the electrical grid, which haunts us to this day to light it, even though his mentor-tormentor Edison glommed all the credit and proceeds. Also... The new and improved DC generator, the Tesla coil, which produced the high-voltage, low-current for the Tesla AC generator, the promise of electrical transmission conducted through the Earth, something that had never been tried before or since, the Tesla polyphase system, which could power both AC and DC devices. They would never be friends, but polyphase allowed them to get along. The torpedo marketed to any Navy who would talk to him, which was, in fact, a remotely controlled boat with a warhead on the prow. Ah. The Thought Camera, 
a projector which, he told people at his birthday in 1933, could flash your thoughts onto a screen in real time. Ah. And the Teleforce, super weapon, also known as the Death Ray, which, name aside, was somehow to be used only defensively for most likely alien invasions. Ah. On the other hand, the love of Tesla's life, there were no documented or undocumented others, was an injured white pigeon which ah. came to his window at the Waldorf Astoria and for which he spent thousands of dollars and hundreds of man-hours on inventing pigeon-friendly slings and apparatuses for and which he nursed back to health and fellowship. I have been feeding pigeons, thousands of them, for years. Is this Tesla speaking? This is Tesla speaking. Oh. But there was one, a beautiful bird, pure white with light gray tips on yeah. its wings. Saw it. That one was different. It was a female. I had only to wish and call her, and she would come flying to me. I loved that pigeon as a man loves a woman, and she loved me. As long as I had her, there was purpose to my life. Then there was Tesla's claim to be talking to planets, when he was probably intercepting signals from his nemesis, Marconi, who concurrently was trying to send the letter S across the Atlantic so he could invent radio. The biggest... why, why just the letter S? Uh, that is a mystery which has never been solved. Oh. The biggest of or Tesla's... looking into it. Because, yeah. Or looking into it. Yeah. The biggest of Tesla's might have been was hands down the 187-foot phallus that pointed to the stars from a potato field in, on Long Island. Yeah. Wardencliffe. And there it is. Well described. Wardencliffe. Tesla's Tower of Wireless Babel was the wireless global transmission of electrical power he had dreamed of and putting dreams into action talked J.P. Morgan hmm. into funding to the tune of $150,000, which is, would be nearly $5 million in today's inflated dollars, for a 51% share of royalties that were never to come. Also known as the Tesla Tower... This Noah's Ark to the Cosmos was an experimental wireless transmission station designed and built on Long Island in 1901-02 in the village of Shoreham, New York. Tesla intended to transmit messages, telephony, and television, Teslavision, across the Atlantic to England, for starters, screw Marconi, then to ships at sea, and from there, why, the sky was the limit. Wardenclyffe was based on Tesla's patent for a magnifying apparatus for transmitting electrical energy by his words, using the earth itself as the medium for conducting the currents, dispensing with wires and all other artificial conductors, a machine which resembles a pump in its action, drawing electricity from the earth and driving it back into the same at an enormous rate, thus creating ripples or disturbances which, spreading through the earth as through a wire, could be detected at great distances by carefully attuned receiving circuits. In this manner, I am able to transmit to a distance not only feeble effects for the purposes of signaling, but considerable amounts of energy. And later discoveries I made convince me that I shall ultimately succeed in conveying power without wires, for industrial purposes, with high economy, and to any distance, however great. Well, cool idea if based on the completely mistaken idea that Earth is a giant electrical pump. Tesla never got to prove himself wrong about his raison d'etre when JP stopped his funding due to the market and all and to his backing of the now successful Marconi project. Tesla 
lost his dream to foreclosure in 1915 to a developer who, not realizing what it nearly meant to mankind, raised the embarrassing eyesore two years later. Tesla's later years were not his best, as he continued to pursue Morgan and anybody with a diamond on his pinky to invest in the Teslamatic future. His office space told the tale, from Tesla Tower to MetLife Tower to the Woolworth Building to a former Furrier's place on West 40th Street, <laughs> by which time most of his patents and nearly all of his money had run out. Tesla then hit the hotel and pigeon circuit, in declining order, the St. Regis, unpaid bills, pigeon shit, hotels Pennsylvania, the Governor Clinton, Marguerite, and finally the New Yorker, which to this day has the Tesla suite he never inhabited. That he did not end up on the street with his beloved birds was averted only by the not-quite-largesse of Westinghouse, for whom Tesla's AC motor and network made hundreds of millions, who, embarrassed at the downfall of their once-star inventor, gave him a consulting fee, Tesla would not accept charity, of $125 a month and picked up his hotel tab as well. Tesla referred to these payments as a settlement. In the fall of 1937, at the age of 81, Tesla was returning from one of his midnight haunts when he darted in traffic in front of the New Yorker to save a pigeon very much like his beloved and was struck by a taxicab, suffering injuries from which, refusing medical attention, he never fully recovered, dying in room 3327 of the New Yorker on January 7, 1943, at age 86. Two days later, the FBI seized all of his belongings, papers, and notes, believing them to contain material valuable to the national defense. John G. Trump, that's right, a professor at MIT, found in them nothing that would constitute a hazard in unfriendly hands. In the box labeled Death Ray, they found a resistor. And that's our person of the week, Nikola Tesla. So John G. Trump, the MIT, that's the Trump that when Trump talked about being a genius, points to this guy at MIT. Like a great uncle or, yeah, or, or like something? Yeah, a great or, uncle. Uh, so yes. that's, that's the same guy. Uh, apparently. Isn't history amazing? And, uh, yeah, Never heard of Trump's the one going to the one MIT smart guy in the family. It's really, in this, so it's, it's memorable. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. So, uh, and then the, I, I imagine all where did all this stuff end up after that? In New York. I, it probably it went to Croatia or something. I heard. They oh, that out. I don't know. They yeah. didn't just incinerate it. And no. Put well, it. no. They they thought it was still <laughs> valuable. There, there's been all this stuff over the years about the value of the papers that were lost by his. I know his papers were in a fire. One, he, not surprisingly, he completely destroyed, burned up one laboratory with his with his lightning bolts oh, displays. Well, yeah, Frank and his papers went up among them, and he was oh, des, you know, yeah, desolate about well, it. And uh, you know, people were saying that well, no among wondering. among those papers were were things that could save the world, you know, but probably not. No wonder he turned to pigeons.
Well, it goes on in this boat. Science. And who is that? Uh, Thomas Dolby. Oh, yeah. Live to me with science. Famous for this one song. Yeah. But it's a long one. Surpass that. Thanks, Lyle. That was very elucidating. And uh, learned a lot about Tesla that I didn't know I knew. Oh, good. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening, watching, or whatever you were doing, and staying with it in case you did. Okay. And uh, talk to you again real soon. <laughs>